All right. I want to speak to you briefly on the subject walking with God. Now, what I want to say is not what you are used to hearing. And it's different. <laughs> and I want to start by saying, if you're writing, I want to start by saying God wants you to escape from the systems of this world. God wants you to escape from the systems of this world. And I want to say the systems of this world or the way the world works is not how God works. I want you to believe it. It is not how God works. In fact, the systems of this world will fail. They will fail. The way the world loves is not the way God loves. The way the world does business is not the way God does business. The way the world rolls is not how God rolls. Uh, you need to hear me today. God has an edge to him. <laughs> Proverbs 14 verse number 12, if you can put it up for us. Proverbs 14 verse number 12. I enjoy this service. I love you guys. Proverbs 14 12. Can you clear your throats? One, two, go. There is a way that seems right to a man. But its end is the way of death. One of the ways to find God is to finish thinking. Get out a sheet of paper and write your plans and your thoughts. Alright? And then put a full stop. When you finish, now ask God. <laughs> ask God which is your way now. Because you can be assured huh? your ways are not his ways. And your thoughts are not his thoughts. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I'm talking to anybody. I know you feel smart. I know you think you are smart. But your ways are not his ways. Sit down, sit down. <laughs> sit down or I give you the mic. <laughs> Sometimes you need to live a bit longer to confirm that you really don't know nothing. <laughs> when you are younger and when you fall in love, you think you have a good eye for the right person to fall in love with. And then you fall in love a few times with frogs. And then you discover kumbes juagi nilijua sijui. Hey. How many of you have discovered something you thought was so perfect? It was imperfect actually. Hey. <laughs> There's a way that seems right to a man. There is a way, kuna njia, kuna vile, lakini siyo venye. The end of it is death, ulipata, hey, so I was going to die. I thought I'd found a route, but I was going to die. I was going to die. Now, write this down. God wants us to plug into a new dimension of operation. God wants us to plug into a new dimension of operation. I dare say if you find the way of God, eh, you are one in 10,000. 
you are one in 10,000. If you find the way of God. Psalm 103, verse number 7. I want you to look up like to the screen. <laughs> Can you clear your throats? One, two, go. He made known his ways to Moses and his acts. Leave it there. He made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. What happened with Moses found out the ways of God? He walked through the Red Sea. He was delivered from the most powerful despot of his day. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I, I wrote you a text. I said, guys, we are not confined to the natural progression of this world. Where there is a deadline, there is a way. Where there is death, there is life. It just matters which dimension you're in. Yes. The Jesus we serve walks through walls. There can be a wall, but he walks through walls. I see you going through what people thought you will never survive. You know, when, when Moses and the children of Israel left Egypt, Pharaoh sent some spies to find out where they have reached. And somebody came and said, the direction they are going is a dead end. And he said, marshal the armies. I'm going for my slaves. Pharaoh saw a dead end. God saw a way. I see you going into a dimension where there is a way. Where there is no way. <laughs> you know, let me give you a prophetic update. Some of us, the things that are drying up and dying, the doors that are closing, are preparing you for the way of the Lord. I've decided to Call the attention of new breed to the supernatural. So, the reason Moses had a cloud by day and a pillar by night is because of a way he had found. The children of Israel saw the acts of God but they were as a result of the way of God. Ah, I don't know who I'm talking to. People will look at you and wonder, what is up with this guy? They will see the axe, but you know the way. You know the way. May you find the way of the Lord in 2022. <laughs> okay, write this down. The dimension of the kingdom of God is a dimension of how God operates. How can we be competing with the world in their ways? No. We must have higher ways. Leave the highway, take the higher way. Okay, let me show you something. How do you enter the way of God? I want you to listen to me. The conversation I'm starting with you, there's not enough days in the year to complete it. I could just take one word, repent, and stay there. <laughs> stay there. Matthew 3. I want to show you that 
repentance is not really about sin. Because some of the people that walked in God's ways still had some issues. <laughs> Matthew 3. <laughs> Can you clear your throat? <laughs> I thought we said it's the year of glory. Alright, I want you to read it. One to go. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, repent. Now, Sasa, repent kutubu. Repenting is not confessing. What you have been doing is confessing sins. Nababa ninaungama. Ninatubu baba. Mimi ni mwenye dhambi. Mimi ni chombo taifu mfame. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Go back to the first verse. Why, when did we arrive here even? In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness. I will tell you one day why God only speaks in the wilderness. Because God speaks where man has not built. God does not resonate with men's creations. So he says things like there will be pools in the desert. There will be ways in the wilderness because he has to do his thing. So most of the time when God wants your attention, he calls you to what is not yet formed. Because if he addresses you in what you have created, he is dealing with your ways. That's why some people are still where they are because God is still talking. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness, saying, guys, repent! Repent! Not because you have sinned. Because the kingdom is at hand. God is coming, and the way God moves, you have to come out of your thinking. Come out of your operation, so that you can be able to partake of what he does. Repent for the kingdom of heaven. The higher way is here. Repent from the way you date. Repent from the way you do business. Repent from the way you think. Can you shake your neighbor for me? Tell them repent. Don't reduce repentance to, oh God, I have sinned. That is confession. And you need a confession box. Well, I'm going to create a confession box in this church. So I will be there and I'm hiding behind. <laughs> Father, I have sinned. <laughs> For this, where is the next verse? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken by the prophets. Saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his way and his path straight. God never prepares his ways in the city. And the wilderness is not a jungle. It is humility. It's a state of, I am nothing. The wilderness, don't create wildernesses and don't call your poverty wilderness. <laughs> the wilderness is allowing God to come into the places that are not formed so that he can form after his kind. <laughs> now, write this down. You must learn, even when you are blessed to create your own wilderness. Even when you are very great. 
learned to create places. That's why kings could wear sackcloth. Yes, sir. The guy has gold, but he's creating an environment where God can come and build something more. <laughs> created. Yeah. The day that John the Baptist got tired of the wilderness and went to the city, he lost his head. He was now desiring something else. Look at this. Write this down. God cannot use and God will not use human wisdom. God cannot, will not use human wisdom. In fact, human wisdom is prone to be hijacked by demonic wisdom. That's why you see, when you talk about big tech, huh? if there's one place to expect the Antichrist, is Facebook and social media. All these metaverse things, huh? with time, you will see, their end is death. There's a way that seems right to a man. Their end is death. Without the advent of the internet, even porn would not have arrived to you. You would still be walking around butt naked, praising the Lord, and nobody is seeing any crime. <laughs> but nowadays, some guy somewhere told you the use of some things. Human wisdom, <laughs> human wisdom is prone to be hijacked by demonic wisdom. Now, I want to show you something. Come closer to me. In your mind. There are three kinds of wisdoms. Three. The whole universe, the earth, was created by the wisdom of God. There are three kinds of wisdom. Write this down. There is demonic wisdom. Witchcraft. Sorcery. Freemasonry. Voodoo. Becoming a player. Demonic wisdom. And then there's another kind of wisdom called human wisdom. Human wisdom is what we actually study. If you are a graduate, you graduate in human wisdom. Are you listening to me? Now, I'm trying to tell you, those wisdoms, God can't use them. They are important in a way, like human wisdom is important for relevance, but when God really steps into your life, he introduces the supernatural. So medicine can't explain it. Science can't understand it. Where is the scribe? Where is the wise man? Am I making any sense? And then there is something called the wisdom of God. Which the Bible calls foolishness. So the wiser you are in the world, the more God's things kind of don't make sense. Kind of. Unfortunately. First Corinthians 3.18. First Corinthians 3.18. That's why we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We've been to school, but we have higher learning. 1 Corinthians 3.18 I want you to look up. Am I boring you? One, two, read it. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, where? Let him become a fool that he may become wise. Oh, become a fool. Go to the next verse. 
For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise that they are futile. Oh my God. That in your climax, in your orgasmic climax of thinking, catalysmically, huh? You are futile. We became wise, wise, wise. We studied science and then we created weapons of mass destruction. This is the climax. You became so smart, 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 you became gay. It's a mysterious... Now, listen. The Bible says, the Lord knows that the thoughts of the wise, not of the fool, of the wise, they are futile. Now, futile is not fertile. Let me explain futile. Bless you. <laughs> I want to explain to you futility. Nataka umpende mungu. Na umtafute mungu. Na umweshimu mungu. Tunaelewana? Write this down. What is futile? I looked up Oxford. Definition of futile. It means incapable of producing any useful result. It means pointless. Futile means pointless. You know, I play golf. So, sometimes we are out in the, in the course with some guys. And I met this very wealthy guy. Very wealthy man. And we were with some bishops. And the guy was explaining to the bishop that he does not believe in God. He does not believe in God. And then he says, he wakes up at 3 a.m. Because he had the angel of death comes at 3.30. I looked at him with all his money. I concluded, futile. Futile. That Zuckerberg does not believe there is God. This is the climax of human wisdom. Futility. Pointlessness. Incapable of producing any useful result. Now, let me explain something to you. Human wisdom has its own usefulness. And it produces some earthly things. It can produce metaverse. It can take you to the moon with Elon Musk. But listen, it cannot produce anything godly. Human wisdom lacks the capacity for godliness. I'm telling you. Unless God saves us, and we cannot escape, the more you know, the far you are from God. James chapter number 3, verse number 13. Am I boring you? James 3, 13. Put it up for me. We'll be doing that all the time, okay? Play strings. You know strings? And then reduce it. Uh-huh. One, two, read. Who is wise? And understanding. Reduce the volume. Among you, let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. Go to the next verse. But if you have bitter envy, self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. <laughs> this 
wisdom, right? Listen to this. Can you read it together? One to go. This wisdom does not descend from above. It is earthly, sensual, demonic. So earthly wisdom at its apex is demonic. The champions of atheism are the most learned. Yeah. This wisdom descends, does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first of all pure. If you are wise, it will create some purity. And then it is peaceable. That explains why in the days of Solomon there was a lot of peace. It is gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy, good fruits, without partiality, and without hypocrisy. Can you say without hypocrisy? Go to the next verse. Next verse. I want you to read it. One to go. Now the fruit of righteousness by those. Now, listen to me, guys. God wants us to repent. Don't repent from sin. You confess sin. You repent from ways that produce sin. I think what I'm saying, you may need some few seasons. God wants us to repent from being wise in a worldly way. And then we think that is the climax. Why do you think you'll make it? I'm a graduate. Is that why you think you'll make it on God's green earth? Why do you think you will make it? I'm, I'm beautiful. Don't mind Dice. He's getting married on Friday. It's, it's actually, we have allowed you give you two months to cool down. After, after Millie has knocked you down several. <laughs> now, how do you enter the wisdom of God? And how, how many of you want to enter the wisdom of God? How do you build your life in the order of God? Number one. You must accept the call of God. Accept the call of God. Accept the call of God. How many of you were here last Sunday? How many of you had me call, teaching on the call? You must accept. How many of you are accepting the call of God? God is calling you. Shawawa, God is calling you. Do you accept the call? <laughs> Sit down. God is calling us. I came to know that this is one of the hardest things for people to believe. That God is calling. God is calling you. The wisdom of God begins with the call of God. The wisdom of God begins with the call of God. I accept the call of God. I accept the call of God. Can you say I accept the call of God? Romans 8.29. Barumi. Romans 8.29. Shout I'm called. 
I want you to look up and read it with me. One to go. Can everybody read, please? One, two, read. I see an angel here. As I'm talking about the calling, I see a very huge angel. Continue. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among his many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, he also called. So if you are predestined, you must be called. And whom he called, he justified. And whom he justified, he glorified. You have no hope of glory until you accept the call. God will not glorify your career. He will glorify your call. Now, I came to realize that calling is so interesting. Calling leads to the wilderness. And the wilderness is not poverty. Let nobody lie to you. Jesus was not poor in the wilderness. He was actually just hungry. This is, your own wilderness is very different. Don't think that I'm being called to be poor. No. No, no. You are, God is calling you to deprive yourself. From the ways of the world. God is calling you to question. The natural progression of things. And say no. What is the way of the Lord? Make straight. The ways of the Lord. In the wilderness. It means you know what to do. But you will not do that. You will wait on God. I have a few numbers. I can call. But I will not call the numbers. I will wait on the Lord. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know who I'm talking to here. Because we are so driven in our ways. By the time we are talking to God, it is hypocrisy. Our prayer is pure hypocrisy. Because you began the thing. You continued the thing. You are in the middle of the thing. And then you want to fast. What do you mean? says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Can you say somebody say at the beginning is wisdom? How can you have a wisdom you are applying from the three quarter? The call of God it leads you to a place of a wilderness mentality. Mentality. A wilderness is a mentality. It means it's like you have forgotten what you know. I forget everything. Whatever I know, I count it as I know what to do with men, but I will not do that with men. I know how to make, make money without God, but I will not make money without God. I know how to move, but I'm not moving. Those that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like an eagle. You know, you must, don't wait for wilderness. Be led into the wilderness. It takes a lot of calling and maturity to allow God to lead you. And you don't have to be poor. You don't have to be having tattered clothes. You can have a suit, but you are in a wilderness mentality. Some of you, look at the way you date. That's why every year you date 17 men. When him janja sana. And every altar call for healing, ukwapo. In fact, we should be calling... Altar calls like this. Eh? They're overwhelmed. 
If you are overwhelmed by heartbreak, you come. You need stretchers. <laughs> Until when? Am I talking to anybody here? So most of your problem, if I call a real altar call here, 80% or 90% of us, the problems you are in, you created. You want to join, you want to bam bam and to hang with the big boys. Yeah, that's what you want. Dunia imekulemea, umependa dunia na vitu vya dunia. Sasa wewe, the only deliverance you can fit in and feel blessed is the deliverance service. That's the only service you can fit in, deliverance. The call of God, I'm showing you how to enter the calling. You enter the calling by opening your mind. To a mentality of the wilderness. Father, I have these papers. I have these looks. I have these skills. But I have nothing. And you know what happens in the wilderness? Satan will test your ability versus God's ability. If you be the son of man turned these stones to bread and Jesus had the power. Oh, let me bring it to relevance. If you be a cute young girl in the 21st century, get yourself a boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh, you thought that if you be learned, yeah. <laughs> I am not going to be excited by the world. I'm not going to move until God moves. I'm in a wilderness. And I told you, you must learn to create it. This is the voice crying out in the wilderness. Make straight. You have too many options. The options you have have kept you from the calling. Because our calling is to the audience of one. You know, I was, I was, when, when I met mom, I was in another relationship. Yeah. It was not of God. Let me tell you up front. It was not Bishop Rick. <laughs> it was not. And I, I think I like this girl because she, she knew so many things in the world. Are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember God killed that relationship. Killed it. It was very painful. And then mom was always around but I was not seeing her. Then God opened my eyes and then I saw her. I said, hey, What's up? But my heart had not decided. She knew. I didn't know. 
Then one day, God told me, this is your wife. Okay. First of all, I felt wicked. I felt like God cannot give somebody like her me. Like take somebody like me and give somebody like her, somebody like me. I mean, mom was the plumb line of perfection. I was like the devil's cousin. And then one day God told me, if you don't marry, you know, God didn't even tell me data. God told me, this is your wife. You must marry her quickly. If you don't, you will regret her. One of the best decisions I've ever made after choosing Jesus is who I married. Especially because eh, if I was left to myself, I would have made a blunder. And I'm talking like, I don't know why God is exposing me to you. Because some of you, you are at the door, the two-lift gate of blunder. You are knocking at the door called blunder. Ask and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. The Lord shall give you the desire of your heart. God is saying, don't think it. Don't think it. Don't think it. Don't think it. And you are fasting for the wrong thing. The calling of God brings you to the place of wilderness and you will never encounter power until you encounter nothing. Allow yourself in 2022 to be led by God outside of abundance of the world to a place of narrow and straight path. The way that leads to heaven is narrow and it is straight and few there be that find it. Look at your options. I was counseling one of my daughters and I said, hey, how is it going with this uh, guy you want to marry? And she said to me, I told him if he does not make up his mind, huh, there is somebody waiting on the wings. I said, yeah, you have too many options. <laughs> so you, you have several doors, revolving doors. <laughs> Do you know what Paul said? I, Paul, hmm? who is in chains for the gospel? I'm in chains. I'm chained to the will of God. I don't know, this is the wilderness experience. And you must carry your wilderness into your abundance. I'm confusing you, I know. You must carry your wilderness into your canon. Carry it, go with it. Every time you need God, create it again. Set aside your options and say, Lord, here I stand in your presence. Will you now speak to me? I don't have an option. If you don't come, I will die here. Most of these testimonies we share in church are false testimonies. How can your boyfriend do a miracle and then you give God the glory? Your boyfriend did that miracle. Then you came to give God the glory here. Your boyfriend in the world did a miracle for you. Uh, shalom church. Shalom, shalom. I want to testify. <laughs> Write this down. How many of you still love me? I'm gonna regret his service. Uh, <laughs> Write this down. The entrance into the supernatural is the call to the wilderness. I don't have an option. I told my sons one day, get visas, we are going to London. And then God sent me to Kiambu. It's okay. 
we are going to create a London here. <laughs> but look at the lives we have touched in Kiambu. The call of God is the first thing. And the call of God leads you. Hey, you know what I'm saying here? Only 1% of the people listening to me. And if then tolerate it. <laughs> the wilderness, write this down, is where you encounter the lordship of Christ. Jesus is Lord. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth. Of God. Why are you doing what you're doing? Because he said it. If he said it. You have a track record of keeping your word. And you're not about to stop doing it now. You are mighty, If he said it, then you will do it. And you see, sometimes the way to prove God is speaking is not in what God does. It is in the fact that he sustains you even in nothing. By the other sina kitu lakini bado niko tu hey this must be god <laughs> man shall not live by bread i will not eat the bread but i will stay in this wilderness until i hear the voice of god. You don't see god but sometimes god is seen by what you overcome not by what comes to you. And if you can survive the nothing of God, the nothing of God is the most powerful place you can be because it is a place of clarity of voice. He calls you to escape the, 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 the systems of the world and enter a wilderness you willingly accept. I am here by God's power. You know the story of the young boy that used to be thrown by demons into the fire eh? and into the water. They brought the boy to Jesus and said, this boy, an evil spirit throws him into the fire, into the water. And the testimony is, the fire never killed the boy. The water never drowned the boy because God had an appointment with the boy. I don't care what you're going through. I would be a false prophet to tell you in 24 hours you are coming out of it. I came to tell you, eh? God will preserve you until he opens a door for you to come out. Ah. It's not every wilderness that ends with a 24-hour miracle. Some of them, you go through it until you learn the lesson because there's something you are learning. You know, God was teaching Jesus how to deal with the devil because he needed three years to accomplish the mission. And what delays the mission is when the devil's craftiness overtakes you. So he had to overcome the devil in the desert, in the wilderness. He had to beat him in the realm of desire. Beat him in the realms of starting to wanting to show off your power. Hey. So when Jesus came out of the desert, the Bible says he came out with the power of God. The power of God, eh? it is not more of what you can do. It's what you can do without. The real power of God is what you can do without. What will the devil do with somebody that can do without? Let me tell you. What will Satan do with somebody that can do without? Nothing. Whoever comes after me, they must deny themselves. 
Take up their own cross and follow them. Don't fall to the trap of wanting to get more and more and more and more. You will fall into something. See all to do. So you see, when you come to the call of God, it brings you to the wilderness that you willfully accept. You know you can reject the wilderness. And then you discover the power of God. That is why we don't pray to get power. We fast. It is denial that brings endowment. Especially when you feel it's time to marry. And you are single. Don't start throwing your eyes like a binoculars. It is the time to close your eyes and say, Lord, you will bring that person. Because that is the time you are most vulnerable. That is the time you can be turned into a car. Test drive after test drive. Number two. Nikona Dakatano two. So the first one, how do you enter the calling of God? The supernatural is the call. Number two, how do you enter the ways and the move of God? Write this down. Divine livelihood. I'm going to shock you. Can you say livelihood? Look at this. Philippians 4.19. Philippians 4.19. And my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Now, let me tell you what is all my needs. If I have money needs, I look to God. If I have a need for a spouse, I'm lonely, I look to God. The problem with this generation, you don't believe God can supply sex to you. God only provides money. You look for your sex. And this is a problem. You don't believe God. It is God that saw Adam. He said, Adam, the way you wake up in the morning, yawning. It's not good. <laughs> Am I boring you? How many of you are getting the word? May God help you. Look at this. Genesis 22, 13. Genesis 22:13. Can you look up everybody? One, two, read. Abraham lifted his eyes and looked. They are behind him. Was a ram caught in the thicket. So Abraham went and took the ram. Offered it up for a burnt offering. Instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place. The Lord. Can you say it loudly? As it is. Say to this day. In the mountain of the Lord. It shall be provided. Leave it. Write this down. One of the ways to know that God is your God is not by the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Is when he is your provider. And this is where the church has failed. You just sing songs like Nego 
You go to the mountain three days and you go to your boyfriend's house for five days. Who is stronger? <laughs> now, let me give you principles of divine livelihood. Number one, fast fruit. Anza kutoa ushuru kwa mungu. This is one of the ways you tell him you are my provider. If God gives you 100 shillings, remove tithes, remove offering, remove the fast fruit. And fast fruit is not everything. It's a bad teaching. Fast fruit is not 100% of what you have. It is a portion. A portion to tell God it is you that brought this thing. I give it back to you. Some of us, we don't even have uh, fast fruit, uh, 10%. We give everything. We are an offering. One day I was telling God, ah, I don't know what, uh, I, how will I go, what, uh, what am I going to tithe? And God said, you have even, you need to take back. Because I give 100%. If I tell you my account, let me not tell you. Let me not tell you. Proverbs 3.9. Proverbs 3, 9. And I want to show you this. Don't, when you hear somebody teaching these things, don't say they are looking for money. It is your worldly mind that is talking. And what is your first fruit anyway for you to even say that? Can you clear your throats? One, two, read it. Honor the Lord with your possessions. Stop honoring God just with your spirit and tanks. I honor the Lord. 
Honor the Lord with your possessions. Pesa yako haimweshimu Mungu wewe. Honor the Lord with your possession. Look at this. With the first fruit of your increase. If your chicken lay 10 eggs. Eh? One egg is first fruit. Another egg is tithe. And another egg is offering. Yours are seven. Are you not remaining with the more eggs than God? What are you complaining? What you give God is what will continue blessing your possessions. And this is a supernatural principle of activating providence. An egg a day keeps poverty away. And your moment is me, Akili Kabisa. I love Bibliana Sema, letter Fungulakola Kumi Kwakuhani. Bring it to the priest and test God and see whether He will not bless you. One of the areas we struggle most is giving. We don't struggle in fasting for 100 days. Oh, as for fasting, we will give you. But our money, stay away from our money. Because we are not in the ways of God. Uh, number three. Finally. How do we enter the call of God? Number one, you enter the calling and it leads you to the wilderness. Number two, you enter divine livelihood. Si mungu akuweke. Akuprovide mwenyewe. May God provide for you. And then I, I want to preach to you in a few minutes. I'm coming in the main service. This is not the service. We, this is the first service you have come to. We are starting the worship in a few minutes. I don't want to feed you so much and you feel like this one is enough for the month and you go. <laughs> Number three, write this down. How do you enter the call of God? You enter the call of God. You, you enter the supernatural by... Entering the set time of God. Fanya mambo kwa wakati wabwana. Do things in God's time. And I read it for you, Isaiah 40.31. Quickly. Isaiah 40.31. I want you to be a real Christian. Yeah. Don't be a Christian from China. Look at this. Isaiah 40, 31. By the way, do you know that thing of Chinese is propaganda? It is America that started the propaganda that things from China are fake. Meanwhile, Google, its headquarters is in China. Apple, headquarters in China. But they're right there, produced in California. Look at this. Clear your throats. <laughs> One to read. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be faint. And they shall, not, they shall walk and not be faint. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. When you don't wait on God, eh, you will never mount. Huh? You will always be running and being wary. And when you walk, you shall faint. It is good to read things behind. Reverse for you to understand the importance. <laughs> what does waiting on God do? Write this down. It gives you favor. Waiting on God. Because favor, the Bible says you shall rise and have mercy on Zion for the set time. And you know what really favor means? Favor means what you don't qualify for. Why should a man fly? Are you a bird? Because when you are waiting, are you listening? Wave at me. When you are waiting on God, oh, wave at me again. 
Oh, once in a while, smile. When you are waiting on God, people are overtaking you. Getting married to the wrong people. Huh? Are you listening? Doing funny deals in River Road. Now they have gold rings, gold chains, gold teeth. It's going to be a different year for you. I said it's going to be a different year for you. I see God just showing off with you in 2022. I see doors opening for you. I see you entering prepared places. I see the grace of God coming over your life. I see the favor of God resting upon you strongly. I see the grace of God carrying you to your high places. Receive that grace right now. Receive that grace right now. Receive grace in your life right now. Receive an open heaven in your life. I release the mind of Christ into your mind now. You will have the ways of God in you. I said you will have the ways of 